0: Is now serving. Now, here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Now Serving with Chris and Jess.
1: That's right. It's the podcast where we serve the tea, the tea being the truth, or our versions of it, each (laughs) and every week. (laughs) I'm actually, actually sipping tea right now. So, But I think we need to spill some more. So, Chris, please put the kettle on. Serve the tea. (laughs) (laughs) It's so ridiculous. It still
0: gets me every time. It literally gets me every time. You'd think it would get old, but it doesn't. Mm
1: -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) It's so amazing. I wish I could use it in real life when someone's like, oh, my God, did you hear? I want to be like, Chris, press the
0: button. (laughs) (laughs) could probably add it to your phone or something. (laughs) There's soundboard apps you can get for your phone. I mean, that would be weird. But you give me an idea, though, now. (laughs) We could make a a now-serving app. (laughs) Add add us if you would do that. At Chris Craigman, at Trey Posh, at (laughs) now-serving-pod-PC. If if, if you think we should build an app with now-serving sound effects. Anyway, lots of hot topics this week.
1: Yes. Well, to to begin with,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: first T that we'd like to discuss. Well, I don't know if everyone listened to our episode last week. We were talking about PETA and their use. Well, they tweeted out this anti-animal language tweet, and they included so ridiculous this like beautiful little <laughs> beautiful little table of phrases that we've t- traditionally used in the past. That we, and suggested ones for the future that are, um, you know,
0: More respectful, animal friendly.
1: animal friendly. Some Our favorite example, <laughs> my favorite one is, instead of til- kill two birds with one stone, it's feed two birds with one scone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you've used this though, haven't you? Yeah, I
1: tweeted it at someone the other day. He was like, "Can you come visit me?" And I was like, "Sure." Are you near this store? That way, I could feed two birds with one scone. He didn't say anything about it. I thought he would, but eh, the less you know, re- I did guess. Did he read it? Or
0: maybe he—he he definitely
1: hey. read it because he replied. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you it's think... fine. Um,
0: what was the other one that was really well? They're all absolutely ridiculous. But there's another one that <laughs> made me laugh.
1: We also were talking about uh, beat a dead horse. <laughs> we said that it, well, PETA says that we should change that that phrase to feed a fed
0: horse. It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? I wonder if... I mean a lot of people probably didn't read that that chart. I wonder if, you know, people like you who have used them in real life. I wonder if like the the person that read that message, maybe he was just like, maybe she doesn't know the real saying. Maybe <laughs> 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 just like I, I can't address this because that would just be so awkward. <laughs> maybe. You
1: never,
0: you never know.
1: know. You never know. It whatever. You know what? I was just trying to do my part to be an animal activist. Speaking of which, this fur. week we're going to talk oh. about fur. Yes,
0: boots with the fur.
1: <laughs> I do have boots with the fur. I have boots with rabbit fur, actually.
0: Really? I I'm kind of surprised with that.
1: Um. No, I'll refer. And this was the whole thing because last week when we were when we were talking about this, we had said, um, you know, I had said that I do believe that animals should have rights, of course, and that they should be treated ethically. Mm -hmm. There are conditions around that. And one of the things I had said was I will wear fur and you were kind of surprised by that. And I was, I was surprised surprised by that. So. Mm -hmm.
0: So, so why I I am kind of surprised by that. Like, so I want to quickly say my point here, like, so I have a Canada goose jacket Mm -hmm. and I it has fur on it Mm -hmm. and I want to point out that I bought or I got this jacket six ish years ago Mm -hmm. and I really I feel um I'm pretty conscious like when I when I have the fur on like I'm worried that people are like judging me that it's real fur and things like that and I'm like wait is this a bad thing Mm -hmm. and I was going to get a new winter coat this year um but I'm like, you know what? This coat is still in fantastic condition. Like, it's an excellent quality coat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, it, it doesn't make sense to to get something new. And then I'm like, well, is this a bad idea? Because what I'm what am I going to do with this? Like, obviously, I donate it. I'm not just gonna, like throw it out or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know it would go to, to good use somewhere. But yeah, it kind of bothers me. Like, I, I wouldn't get it. I don't think I'd get it for a coat going forward. But you would.
1: I would, I would for oh, sure. Okay. Definitely I would. And, and, you know, we, we had briefly discussed this previously and the, the whole thing for me, and I think for most people who are cognizant about wearing fur, there are two sort of things that you consider And the first is like the treatment of animals and the use of their fur for fashion, which I agree isn't like any, anyway. and then the second part of that is um, sustainability and advocacy for the environment. So for me, my decision kind of factored both of those things in um, because I think that I'm somewhere in the middle. I will wear fur, but there are many conditions that come along with that. The first is I will wear vintage fur. So something that was created, you know, 50s, 60s, even in the 80s or 90s, I'll wear it. I think if it was made in like the last five or 10 years, I wouldn't wear it because... I I don't know. I think that buying new fur just creates further demand for new fur. And I don't really agree with, well, I shouldn't say really, I don't agree with factory farming for fur. You know, food is one thing, but a fashion statement is a totally different thing. Now, I will wear leather. That's kind of the exception here. But as far as fur goes, I will wear vintage fur or new fur that comes from an indigenous community.
0: Okay. Why that and distinction? Why? So,
1: um, Well, there are many, many reasons. The first is that I think that, um, you, you know, and I, I think I had said this to you before that growing up, fur was a big part of our lives. My dad had often gifted us with, um, you know, like I was just saying, I have um, fur mucklucks that my dad gave me mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Christmas. They have rabbit fur on them. Um, I had like the beautiful um James Bay coats, and and you know, that were uh created like handcrafted in the north by indigenous communities. So, I don't see a problem in that because that's a that's first of all, they're right and it's their traditional way of life. And frankly, these communities are more sustainable than most other communities on the planet, and I just think that. You know, supporting these communities is important. It's important to honor, first of all, my heritage.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's not to say I'm going to go into Nordstrom and buy, like, <laughs> some sort of turquoise fur or something like that. I think that it's it's a really nice thing. And and it, it actually really does keep you warm. Like, I grew up in the north. I can vividly remember wearing, like, my dad gave me a pair of, like, um... These seal hide gloves with like fur on the trim, these mittens, they're so warm, like your hands will never get cold in them. And to yeah, me, it's more environmentally friendly that way because it will decompose at some point. Whereas if you buy faux fur or vegan leather or vegan fur, um, those, 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 those materials are often synthetic acrylic materials that will sit in the landfill for thousands of years, which is, you know,
0: a huge problem. Is that what vegan leather is? I've heard that term and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck does that even mean? Like, how, what, is it a plant? Like, what it
1: is? I know. I often, I would often joke that vegan leather was made out of lentils or like kale or something like what is it <laughs> but when you find out that it actually is just plastic I'm like why don't you just call it pleather it's just a marketing ploy right because I think people nowadays will buy anything that says vegan on it because it will help to clear their conscience, whatever um That's on them. I I did that. I did buy a vegan leather jacket, and I was like, "What am I doing?" I think I said to you also that I could take like a Lysol wipe to this thing and like wipe it down, and nothing would happen to it. Like it would still be the same because it's plastic. It's not. Anyways,
0: interesting.
1: Mm -hmm. But you know, I wouldn't. uh, I wouldn't ever buy Canada Goose. No offense. No, that's fair. Only because, you know. I guess for me, how do I say this? I'm sorry. I also need to just side note: I'm sick and I can't breathe through my nose again, so I no. keep having to take you sound crazy breaths. Though. And if I'm really breathy and nasally, and I sound like I'm a smoker, that's why I, I don't smoke. It's just I think I'm you sound
0: completely fine. Let me just if take our- a
1: little sip of my tea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're clapping for you.
1: Thank you. Oh my God. Our our studio audience, you guys are the best. <laughs>
0: so so much support. We thank you.
1: Right. So I think that it's damaging for um, for organizations like PETA to be so vocal about fur because I think that it really undermines a lot of the people that suffer isn't someone like Canada Goose, who right currently is you know everybody in Toronto walking down the street is wearing a Canada goose jacket nobody's mm-hmm. thinking about it those people sure they'll they'll feel some of that but the people that are really feeling that are the indigenous communities for example I think we had discussed this before that the Inuit you know who are large who, who largely are the ones who were part of the seal hunt mm-hmm. um organizations like PETA and Greenpeace and Sea Shepherd and everything else <sighs> like just what am i trying to say here Are they they well, really the ones used-
0: affected by this because right I mean, because i think they were used in a lot of the marketing were they not like right
1: a- right like you remember back when we were kids all the um Anti anti seal hunt mm-hmm, ads mm-hmm. that were going on, and you know you would often hear about these activists spray painting this the little white seal pups, which was actually counterintuitive because that the reason they're white when they're young is so that they blend in with the snow so that predators don't see them. Yeah, <laughs> yep. camouflage, and then you paint them green, and then all of a sudden they're being killed anyways. Whereas. <laughs> Like, way to go. What what an ally to to the animals. But, (laughs) um, you know, these organizations and protesters crippled that economy for a lot of these communities in the north. Communities that, one, if they were exporting the furs and whatnot, were doing so because that's how they survive. And two, the only reason, the main reason that they're killing these animals is to eat them. And, you know, I've seen documentaries where these people are using you know, the blubber to make soap and the bones to make tools and they wear the fur and they eat the meat. They use every single part of the animal. And it's a very, you know, ritualistic, respectful practice that they have. And it's not offensive or obscene by any means. And I think that, you know, ha- having having organizations like PETA who are just like, you can't ever hurt any animal, it's unrealistic. It's the way of life for most of us. How do you think we got to where we are today? Um, I think that we just need to be more cognizant of the fact that being anti-fur often means that you are crippling somebody's income. And I know you can say that about anything like coal or, you you know, anything that's in whatever people are put out of jobs, but these people, like that's their way of life. It's completely, a completely different story.
0: But and are, are these animals, are they being killed from or hunted like from sustainable um, like populations though? Like I, I totally right. respect like obviously, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that this is a way of life and this is a yeah. tradition and whatnot. But are these being animals being hunted from, yeah, sustainable populations or is this killing the the population of these seals or, or whatever other animals are, are being killed?
1: No, they're they're not, and um, I think at one point maybe there was some sort of even ban put or some sort of limitation put on what the Inuit could hunt or whoever could hunt, um, but the population has totally uh, rebounded, and I, there there's, they're not killing enough animals to kill off a species do you know what's killing off animals to kill off a species global warming poachers yeah. things like that like holy that's what's really fucking everything up and you know i've often heard the argument especially from canada goose supporters who are like you know um i wear this jacket because a coyote ate my neighbor's dog and like we need to do something about that population i'm like there's a there's a better solution there really is
0: <laughs> well the fans. Fuck.
1: Right. There there really is a better solution to that, I think. Build mm-hmm. a... Fa- that's the first one. <laughs> Two. Um, the only reason that all the whole ecosystem is out of whack is because we as humans are the invasive species. We're I don't think we're there's supposed to be this many of us. Think about how many e- well, I guess you're in Ottawa, but I've seen so many wild animals in Toronto. I'm like, what? Like, what? They're still there. Seriously? You don't see them often. Yes, I've seen like a deer. There's oh, the raccoon problem here is, you know, nobody would think twice about killing a raccoon and wearing a raccoon hat. But as soon as it's like an adorable seal pup, there's an issue, right? So it's only when it actually affects you, which is like basically – The reason that anybody gets offended by anything is if it directly impacts them. It doesn't consider, you know, who it's impacting from a high level and if it's ethical or right or not. So will I wear fur? Yes. If it's from a sustainable community, indigenous community, that it's part of their way of life and their traditions. Absolutely. I don't see a problem in that. Will I wear vintage fur? Absolutely. In fact, I think we should only be wearing vintage fur until there isn't a there until the demand is so high that you would then have to go to you know for other fur like new fur there's no reason for it you know especially something like like (sighs) Louis Vuitton whatever Mm -hmm. like they can repurpose fur quite easily it's just a um, it's a decision that people have to make and if you're going to support it or not I think wearing new fur as glamorous and as beautiful as it is it's a horrific practice. I really do. Especially if you're getting it from like a mink farm or some sort of factory farming, like you really are just killing this animal to wear it for a fashion statement. I don't think that's right.
0: Well, do you... Okay, fair enough. But do you ever find... So you have these views and, and I and I do agree with you. But do you ever find that, let's say when you're wearing a vintage fur coat, like I wouldn't know it's vintage. I, I don't think people walking into the street seeing you in a fur coat would know that it's vintage. Do you ever get looks from people or even comments from people about your, your coat?
1: Of course, of course they do. And I'm glad to give these people an education. (laughs) Um, and you know what, frankly, the people that stop you in the street to be like, I don't appreciate what you're doing, blah, 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 blah. blah, I'm like, "I, I don't appreciate you stopping me right now. Like, why do people think that they can insert themselves into other people's lives like we have a podcast that's something different but to go up to someone and say I I don't know or you know the fur protesters will like lay down in the street in front of me and I'm like can you move out of the way because these people are yeah of course like it's just it's in any like and they'll do you know what a traffic jam these people cause I'm like can you not can you pick another place to do this like it is rush hour anyways no but but I don't think that they, that these people are really thinking about the impact of their actions because they're not hurting Canada Goose. No offense. Like, Canada yeah. Goose having fur on their hoods, they know they're going to come under fire for that. How can you not in this day and age? And this is a relatively new company. And guess what? It's, hu- it's publicly traded. It's a huge, successful company. Like we just said, everybody's wearing that. Do you know who's feeling the effects of that? Indigenous communities that are just... <laughs> Like trying to live the way that they had had intended to for hundreds and or and or thousands of years before this, it's it's you know we were I I pulled up a stat and it says here that, um, Greenpeace and PETA effectively halted the seal hunt and crippled an already uh, devastated community communities in northern Canada, um nearly 18 out of 20 Inuit villages lost almost 60% of their community's income. And life in these areas has not gotten any better since the region is plagued with the highest unemployment rate in Canada and the highest suicide rates in the world. A second seal ban enforced by the European union in 2010 only exacerbated these issues. So that was like the effect of the, the Greenpeace and PETA like really going up at the fur industry in like the eighties and nineties. And that's what you did. Did you did you fix anything? No. Are there still mink farms everywhere? Yes. You should have worked with these people. It had like an educational campaign versus like, laying down in the street, getting mad at people for eating burgers. Like, I don't know.
0: I do see some problem with that. Like, I like you know. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before obviously love me I eat meat all, all the time mm-hmm. uh, on a daily basis um but I do see and I am aware of the impact and I, I do think like there I have a ton of room for improvement there mm-hmm. and so but I and I, I agree with you it's not because of these demonstrations and their ads and and, and whatnot that are, are are making me feel this way it's more the environmental impact um mm-hmm. I would say that's kind of my biggest. Uh, motivating factor, but also too, just like learning the facts, like not, you know, graphic posters and especially mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. pulling stunts, you know, uh, mm-hmm. although I do love a good stunt. Um, we both mm-hmm. love stunts, mm-hmm. <laughs> not those types mm-hmm. of stunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it makes t- me want to eat more meat when I see that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. Because I'm like, someone's right and you're not targeting You're just you're not going about it the right way. Like Mm -hmm. it's like PETA tweeting that anti-animal language guide out and comparing it to um, you know, racism, homophobia, and ableism. Uh. Like, are you what? I'm not saying that animals aren't important. Don't get me wrong, they are. I really think that there should be more legislation in place to protect animals and the way that they're farmed or, you know, killed for our food. But you can't compare the two. The fact that the Indigenous person and the gay person are both offended by that tells you something right there, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, but again, I will wear fur. I don't have a problem with buying it from an Indigenous community. It's frankly my right, second of all. Um, And, or I'll buy vintage fur. Like, it's way more sustainable. I on the flip side, don't agree with people who say that they don't care about animals at all. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because I don't think that, and then it's just very obvious to me that these people are just ignorant because mm-hmm. they probably haven't ever had to kill an animal um, to eat one or have, it's just a completely different thing. Like, you know, I feel like I I was lucky to have my dad really teach us about respecting the Earth and respecting um, animals, because it's a totally different thing when you have to kill your own food. Not that I have per se, but that that lesson was ingrained in us so young. I really respect the food that I have in my fridge. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. it, it's a big deal, and for most people, they don't think twice about it. I think if maybe you you had to kill your own food, you would have a different sort of perspective about it or if you have to look a bunny in the eyes to kill it for you know to wear your earmuffs or something uh, but yeah. again with with indigenous communities there's a practice behind it right yeah. these these animals are honored and i don't know i just think that you know for how many years were these people crippled their whole livelihoods were crippled they were seen as like nothing but people that slaughter cute animals and blah 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 and everything else like i i can think of a time when i was a kid and i my parents got me this beautiful coat from northern ontario it had like the eskimo people on it and um it had fur on it it was it was gorgeous and the kids used to te- the the kids just were relentless teasing me about it however really? like, i can't believe you'd wear fur blah 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 I can guarantee you half those kids are wearing Canada goose jackets today. So why is it okay now? You can't make fun or basically humiliate like an entire race for a practice that they've done for hundreds and hundreds of years when now all of a sudden it's a fashion statement and you think it's cool. It's okay to do. No, it's not okay. So like, even though I'm, I am okay with fur and whatever else I will never buy a Canada goose jacket for that, that reason alone. Like, why would, why would I do that? Not, not to say those, like the founders were mean or whatever else, but it's just like, why is it okay when like, no offense, white people <laughs> make it a company, but it's not okay when you're when anyway, whatever.
0: I do so that's part of the the dilemma I had this year when I was considering getting a new coat because I was like uh, I don't really well for me I, I mean I actually do this is neat we actually fully agree on something I think um, so I do fully agree with like your statement and, and I would I mean I, I don't really like no I don't like wearing fur because I, I've even having an issue with that with my candidate jacket but I still think I would try to avoid it just so that yeah I don't know I just would avoid it for me at least. Um, but um, but yeah, it is funny. Like I remember getting it six years ago and I'm like, okay, hey, this is great. This is amazing. Obviously my views have changed, but that was part of my dilemma for this year. I'm like, I don't really want to wear this. I'm kind of worried about like what people would, would think because I don't really, I don't know. I don't think the candidate was like brand. I know this sounds like super deep, but doesn't really represent mm-hmm. me. Like that's not yeah. really like what yeah, I stand yeah. for. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, do I just go get a new jacket because of this, that's the wrong thing to do. I'm just going to keep wearing it because it's in fantastic yeah. shape and whatnot. But yeah, pretty right. cool. When,
1: well, and that's how you minimize your own carbon footprint, right? Like exactly. buy quality yeah. things and wear them forever instead of, you know, investing in fast fashion and buying a new coat every year. It's, you know, whatever. I'm not going to judge you for wearing it. I just personally would never do you it. It's just, I mean, I will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh yeah, that's, that's my whole thing. Like, it's just another way that I didn't realize it was this deep for me. It's another way that, <laughs> no offense, the oppressor has taken something from the oppressed, a tradition, whatever they want, and made it their own, and then criminalized the people who came up with the idea in the first place. Like, it just, how, how, how the fuck is that fair? It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, you can catch me rocking my mink stole this Christmas holiday. I love it. I also have a beautiful wolf coat that I will be wearing as well. And if anybody ever tries to fucking spray paint me or pour ketchup on me or anything else, they will have the wrath of Trey upon them. And trust me, you do not want to be on the other side. Of
0: oh, my God. <laughs> Verbally
1: or otherwise.
0: <laughs> and that's on the record.
1: <laughs> it is. You can take what that the to record? the bank. Let the record show.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Anyways, we'll be right back.
0: Now Serving Podcast is supported by Zencaster. Zencaster allows us to record in two different locations, plus interview guests without sacrificing audio quality. It also makes recording a breeze. Join today and use promo code NOWSERVING to receive 20% off your first three months of service. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back. All right. So get this, Jess, the um, Association mm-hmm. of Little People of Alberta mm-hmm. Um It's a organization that represents uh, people with dwarfism is pushing for Alberta hockey teams to remove the word midget from age categorization in team uh, league names. So a little bit more context here. Um, if you are between the ages of 15 to 17, um, that's you would be referred to like as as the midget age category um in in hockey. Mm-hmm. Do you find that offensive?
1: Okay, so the Little People Association you said? Yes. Am I getting that right? That. That's correct. Said that it's offensive. Like they want it to be removed, right? That's what they're asking for. Okay, then yeah, I think it's offensive. Absolutely. If the people who are on the receiving end of a slur say that it's offensive and rude and hurtful, then fucking absolutely remove it. Why is this so goddamn hard for people to understand?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kate, what's really interesting. So I, when I saw this headline, um, it's, it's been reported in several different news outlets, um, when I saw this, I was actually, I didn't realize that the term midget was actually still being used for this. I remember as a kid hearing that, um, mm-hmm. like I played hockey at a much younger age uh, before the quote unquote midget age. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And but it, like, Sorry, I'm can
1: we, can we just talk about the fact that you awesome. played hockey?
0: I was very young when I played it. Did you ever like, play
1: hockey? Of course not. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, I don't no? know. I'm, I am from the north, but I am not. I'm not a skater. I'm not a hockey player. I don't enjoy hockey by any means. It's just not my thing.
0: And what about watching it.
1: No, God, you know what? You oh, know what? I'll watch the when I'll watch hockey every four years when the Winter Olympics are on. Okay. okay. Fair. <laughs> and that's it.
0: That's a, yeah. Fair enough. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm about the same there. Mm-hmm. but anyway no so i agree with you i agree and i was like actually shocked to, to hear this because um in soccer for example they use the term u18 meaning uh under 18 and so mm-hmm. like i think that makes sense that's and it's yeah it just makes sense and it's easy mm-hmm. it Makes mm-hmm. like great right. and um and yeah so i i obviously agree with this and uh, another argument they have is there are um people that are, are part of the uh, little people of Alberta association um that uh, that play in these leagues and so to them that's obviously like a, a slur it's it's a it's a word that they uh obviously don't Like, and um, also too, like looking back, and for the the term midget dates back to when people with dwarfism were used as uh, attractions uh, in circuses and freak shows and things like that. So there is a really negative connection. So obviously, I'm on the same page as you here. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, remove the the name. Obviously, there should be no questions asked. Um, But what I think is so shocking about this is the comments. So I I always. I mean, it can only take so much of it, but I was reading through the comments and people are so against this even suggestion of a name change and uh-huh. the, the the quote unquote jokes that people are making. Uh, like mm-hmm. the, the number one comment here that's in front of me, like literally like there's 300 and somewhat likes on it. Uh, this is a pretty short-sighted decision. Like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm actually so surprised that... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think I look at things pretty fair, uh, like in a pretty like fair and balanced, uh, I don't know, perspective, but like, am I being too politically correct? Like this just seems like a pretty obvious one. Like change the, change it.
1: Yeah. Change it. <laughs> Simple. I, I don't know why people would feel the need to comment something about it, to be upset that that has to be changed. It's just obvious to me that those people have never had to endure any kind of oppression or, like, the, I can guarantee you that the, what those type of people are like. And I just I don't want to keep saying, that out loud, but it's 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 really too bad that people think that just because something is the way it's always been that that's a good enough fucking reason to leave things alone. I, you know what, I can't tell you. I just want people to think like if you were a little person or if you had a little person as your child, how they would feel knowing mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. that word actually meant. There is a lot of slurs that are not by any means acceptable to be used in any context, anywhere, ever. You know, you. I'm sure you can think of 10 in your head right now. And so why should this be any different? It's only because... This is we're in a very unique time, I think, where people are like, enough is enough. All this fucking shit we've had to put up with for so long. And I think social media has probably fueled a lot of it because it's given people a platform and a voice and has connected them with other people like themselves. Whether you're a little person, whether, you know, you're a visible minority, whether you're you're wheelchair bound or any, you know, anything, any sort of difference or, you know, challenge, quote unquote, that you may have in your life that you, that makes you a little bit different than other than the mainstream, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed, white purring. It's just, I, I, it's just very obvious to me that those people have never had to really endure any kind of poor treatment, humiliation, Um, or feeling bad about who they are for no reason at all. Like, why, why fuck those people? Mm -hmm. I've had enough of their shit.
0: (laughs) And I completely agree with that. I do Mm -hmm. think though, So here's one thing like um, last week we were talking about another very hot topic, uh, Mm -hmm. the the baby it's cold outside, uh, Mm -hmm. how it was banned uh, by a lot of radio stations and now Mm -hmm. it's, it's no longer banned in my whole stance. Was it on like, let's, let's look at the facts. Like let's go back to the beginning and see the, the original meaning, the original kind of like way the song was presented. And in my view, at least um, in the original version, wasn't really meant to, be the way it has been interpreted today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think like it is important to make sure we are looking at all the facts, but then when we see situations like this, uh, Mm -hmm. this is just so blatantly obvious that like, yeah, this is, is, is offensive.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it's very obvious. And you know what? I, I would have to agree with you that I think we need to look at things case by case. Okay, great. This is um, sort of, a fight I guess you could say that I haven't really been familiar with. I you know, I I I did go to school with a little person when I was younger and he was always made fun of. I always tried to make sure I was extra nice to him because I knew what that was like. And I think that's why I could empathize with him and even if I wasn't, how could you not? Like how could you ever hurl some sort of insult at somebody like life is already hard enough for these people especially when you're physically different you know even just driving like anything think about it right so and to say that oh it's annoying to have to change the name of this meanwhile this person deals with an innumerable challenges every single day it's disrespectful it isn't the type of people that i want to be around and frankly i'm getting fucking tired of all (laughs) their. It just it is, but again, to go back to your point, I do think that we should be looking at things at a case by case basis, have a surgical look at things, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, if an oppressed group is telling you that that a saying or a song or whatever it else that it may be, you know, the hot topic of the day is offensive and oppressive to them, you need to listen to them. I think you you owe it to these people to say like, I understand your. Point, and and the fact that there are people who are just more comfortable. Oh God, what was like the fact? Think about how many people you probably saw on social media engage in this conversation about "baby, it's cold outside." I can't even count how many people you know, like,
0: I took saw over Twitter.
1: I saw it took over Twitter. It took over everything. It was. It dominated the news cycle for a number of days. I recently read about a, a sports team that put the lyrics up on their jumbotron and asked the audience to sing along and protest. Uh. Wow! Imagine if something truly horrific, like truly horrific, like the actual origins of the Me Too movement, like the rape of women. How about racism? Anything else that is happening? Why the fuck can't people get that fired up about those horrible, horrible things that happen to people on a day-to-day basis? Oh, that's right. Because it doesn't affect them. And it's it's too uncomfortable for them to address. So they're willing to just, like, fucking bitch, a, bitch and moan about, baby, it's cold outside. But when it actually comes down to, like, serious th- serious things that impact – and I've said this before. Every single woman in my life has been impacted by a sexual assault And when I say that, I mean basically every single woman in my life has been sexually assaulted. I can't think of Mm -hmm. one that hasn't, right? Yeah. So why do I have to sit here and just say, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong? Nobody, I don't get a like, I don't get a retweet, I don't get, but fuck, the second I say something about baby, it's cold outside, a time honored, whatever, I'm like attacked. Like where, where, where was your sense of like doing the right thing and standing up for what you believe in? When shit was actually hitting the fan, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. People are capable of it; they just choose not to. And this is another prime example. Somebody's making a mockery of of little people. Somebody's making fun of their experience. Fuck you. You know what? Fuck you. I I, I have no time for these people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no. Obviously, I, I completely agree, and I think like that is the most frustrating thing because um, obviously there are some very very big important issues in this world that that we should be focusing on and it's uh the these other issues that that aren't as important uh such as (laughs) maybe it's cold outside or these very easy to solve uh clearly offensive issues like this that that can be easily dealt with that that do seem to get more of the attention and it is really it's stupid it's shitty
1: it is it is. I really apologize to all the little people that may be listening to our podcast or who whoever. That's really wrong. And I really support those people. And I will never use the M word in my vocabulary ever again.
0: I, I won't. I, haven't, I've, I don't think I've even like... Th- what's weird is I don't even think I've heard... it It's a bad word, but I don't even think I've mm-hmm. heard that word in... In recent years, Mm -hmm. but yet we still use it here, apparently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because honestly,
1: when it comes to sports, people will forgive anything. Sports, like, I don't know what it is. And that's, and I worked in sports for five years people will anything is permissible in sports mm-hmm. you can rape somebody you can beat somebody you can use a racial slur you can like stand up for your your right that your constitutional right and be fired for it like anything goes in sports i it's it's like to me i i don't think it really ugh, that's another conversation for another <laughs> but if this was
0: future no, but topic if, alert yeah
1: <laughs> future topic alert if this was anything else, think of any other institution. Would you be using that word, and it would be okay? Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah. But when it comes to sport, anything is allowed. Mm-hmm. Bad behavior is repeatedly ignored and forgiven. It's unacceptable. Time is up. No more.
0: Even at a even at a a junior level, <laughs> even at a even at a U eighteen under eighteen level, Jesus.
1: That's right. Sorry. That's where you that's where you, read, that. that's where you breed that's where you breed uh habits and that's that's where all whatever. You already know what I mean.
0: Yes. If you but if you have any thoughts on this, you are listeners, tweet at Trey Posh, at Chris Craigman, or at Now Serving PC, PC as in podcast, and we'll be right back.
1: Podbean is Now Serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com Now Serving. And now, back to the podcast.
0: This has been a hot, Episode. Let's have some fun now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the tea is like scalding fucking hot. <laughs>
1: the tea is scalding hot. Unfortunately, my tea is actually cold now, but
0: it's oh, fine. No. is my your throat actual tea better though? Are you starting to feel better or no?
1: I, well, it's a little fired up from the last two <laughs> segments, but I'm, I'm sure it will feel better by the end of this one. Okay, well, <laughs> let's find <so>
0: out. <say laughs> So so I'll start with a question. I don't think this is gonna be good. Um do you feel are you someone who procrastinates?
1: Of course. Okay. <laughs> of course I am. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> My number one thing that I wish I could change about myself.
0: Well, good news, Jess. I have I have some very good news for you. And everyone mm-hmm. else listening too. Uh Maria Hatzin T Fanis. I'm I can't, I can't pronounce her name. Uh, she's the founder and CEO of Rodile. You would know that she a skincare uh, company.
1: Right. Rodile right.
0: Rodale. I you-
1: think it's it's a British company, I think.
0: Okay. I don't know. I'm
1: second guessing myself. I've always said Rodial. R- R- rodial. Wait, is that like Spanish or something? I don't know. Whatever. Continue on. Let's just
0: go with that. She she has a podcast. I'm sure it's not nearly as good as ours or exciting or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's called Overnight Success. Um, mm-hmm. And she talks a lot about her success and how she built the company and, and mm-hmm. basically just like tips for, for I guess, living and, and, and doing well in business. Anyway. Uh, She says, because she's a, she's a procrastinator. She's, uh, she's someone that's, uh, yeah, just does it a lot. Uh, she said the best way to avoid procrastinating is to tackle your most boring task first thing Monday morning. Mm -hmm. So get the stuff out of the way first thing early, um, early on in the week. Um, She does this because of uh, what she calls decision fatigue. And so um, basically like later in the day or even later in the week, um, you know, you're kind of, you're more burned out. And that's also why people make like poor decisions in terms of eating often later in the day too, because in the morning, you know, well. I'm not really a morning person, but, you know, normally once I'm at work, I'm kind of like engaged, I'm ready to go and I'm making good, quick, fast decisions at that point. Um, But later Mm -hmm. in the day, it's like, oh, here's a nice little bag of chips. Why not? I'm kind of hungry now. I don't feel like making anything. I don't feel like going to get food. It's easy, convenient.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I just have to say that while you're saying this, I'm literally typing in an Uber Eats.
0: (laughs) Oh, for (laughs) fuck's (laughs) sake.
1: Procrastination, you've won again. But I can't yeah, make any more decisions.
0: <laughs> yeah, just turn it off. But in this case, though, okay, fair. I, I'm, maybe I'm helping you here. But you're not feeling well. You're, you're feeling under the weather. And I don't know. I can see this. This doesn't seem like a horrible decision, no?
1: Mm-hmm. No.
0: Okay. I'm helping you justify it. Maybe we're just both bad at this.
1: It's because I'm sick and I'm trying to order soup. Swiss La has the best soup like for when you're sick. I never order from there, but I'm ordering from there now. And they have the festive special with chocolates. Anyways, continue on.
0: Do you get chicken noodle soup? And then I'll get back to this. Yeah. Okay. They
1: they got they have chicken noodle soups. So I usually just order two soups and because they make it with the actual chicken, like it's actually really good. I really like their chicken noodle soup. Not so much anything else, but whatever.
0: I do too. See now I'm craving this. Yeah, Fuck. as soon mm, as we're done this, okay. I'm gonna like, order some too. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> Some of those embedded, uh, embedded right. new ads that we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she tries to deal with her most important things early on in the morning, specifically Monday morning. And even if it's something that, you know, if this is a massive project that, you know, you can't just finish Monday morning, that's it. Um, she tries to deal with things like as early on in the day as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. dividing things up that way. Um, but even if it is a massive project, looking at, okay, like what's the most, you know, not necessarily difficult, but what's the part that you're avoiding the most and really chipping away at that as early as possible. Mm -hmm. She has found that that's uh, helped her out, uh, in a, a very positive way. Um, but she said she gets to Fridays where at that point she's dealing with more of just like the basics and she can deal with these decisions without, you know, any fear of making the wrong decision. Uh, because at that point she's not as, you know, aware she she has decision mm-hmm. 50 is as, as it's being referenced here. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Do you yeah, was that something you would do?
1: I appreciate your hot tip um because as you know I'm very busy. There is also someone else who is quite busy. I just like to turn the volume up here. I said, don't say fuck. Oh. <laughs> she said a bad word. <laughs> That's why Daddy says fuck. <laughs> Daddy, look at me. You're no, be- no, I'm cooking. I'm busy. Okay. She's you. busy. She's busy. Did so she really, the tip is for both of us.
0: Hmm. Is it? So she just said, "I'm busy."
1: Yeah, she's like, "I'm amazing. busy. I'm cooking." Fuck. I'm like, well, Do it. she Who clearly was... learned all those words from me, but attributed them to her father. So I'll take it for now, as long as I don't stay in trouble with her mom. And but She was um, great too,
0: right? Did I hear the F word?
1: Yeah, she said fuck. She said fuck multiple times. And she said I heard it from daddy. So I'm off the hook on this one.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yes, my tiny landlord is very busy. So I will be sharing these tips with her. But no, I would have to agree with... <laughs> I would have to agree with <laughs> with that with that logic. I think that you should do your most annoying, boring, daunting tasks first, like tackle your biggest project first, of course. And for me, it's not so much about decision making, like by the end of the week, I only want to do fun things. Like I don't want to start a huge project Friday afternoon. Like what the fuck? Absolutely not. Like I want to get that shit out of the way first thing Monday morning, maybe by Tuesday and then <laughs> Really, just do things I actually enjoy at my job towards the end of the week, and then have a great, fabulous weekend with my family and friends and my tiny landlord.
0: She's she's very busy though. So, what does she? I'm assuming she collect rent on on Monday mornings, or do it like repairs, like contractors that need There's to come in. No
1: or? excuses when it comes to her. Yeah, I'm like, excuse me, something's broken, come fix it. And she's like, I'm busy. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. That never
0: happens. <laughs> should probably make Mm -hmm. a call and get it dealt with really quickly. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Yes? Okay, this just said, it's time for the fucking stunt of the week.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, stunt of the week. Can
0: you believe it? It's that time again. I love it. Would you Have you heard of the Titanic 2? Oh my God. Not the movie. There was a Titanic 2 movie, which is shocking. But it's an actual physical ship. Have you heard about this?
1: I I haven't. Please enlighten me.
0: Okay. Some billionaire um, is building a an a exact replica, almost an exact replica of the original Titanic. The, the biggest differences with this one is it has enough lifeboats, which is a good thing, and modern uh, safety features. Also, oh, thank also God. very
1: good. <laughs> I <even> hope so. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Also, very good. But uh, so this has been talked about for a while, um, but it's almost set to set sail. um, (laughs) And it's setting sail in, I believe, 2019. So next year, just a few weeks away, it's supposed to set sail. But get this. So it's Maiden Voyage is going on the same uh, course as the original Titanic. And they're stopping where the 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 original Titanic sank <laughs> for some sort of like ceremony. Um would you
1: What go- could go wrong? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ
0: Well you can tell all the icebergs are fucking melted now, so you won't have to worry about that. But would you <laughs> would you go on this?
1: Um Part of me really wants to because, as you know, in my Titanic stand, I love Leo. (laughs) I love Leo. I love Rose. They are the greatest couple of all time. There was room for Leo on that door. Let's not get into it. (laughs) But it was such a great movie. I was so in love with that movie and just like the whole sort of mysticism that surrounds the Titanic and how did it fail and this and that. Will I be going on the maiden voyage of Titanic two? Mm, probably not. I have really bad luck, and I'd feel really bad. i seriously like when that ship inevitably goes down, I'll be like, "Well, fuck." Anyway, we'll we shouldn't have. Come
0: here. We'll go down.
1: Okay. Well, that's what you say now, and that's what they said then. So. We'll just see.
0: Well, for one, as I said, there will be, I'm sure there's no icebergs. Maybe there is. I'm sure there's no icebergs there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're probably all fucking melted. Um, and
1: like they're still there.
0: Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there, there's modern safety equipment. I'm sure they can better detect these now. There's more lifeboats. So, worst case situation, I feel like people would be okay. And think about all the fun, on uh, obviously knowing us, like if we were to go on this, we'd be booking these first class tickets because we have to do it up. We have to pull the ultimate stunt, um, of course,
1: for Instagram. Yes,
0: of course. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I wonder if this there's going to the be like. Group. I wonder if there'd be Wi Fi on the ship, though.
1: There would be, of course. Who could survive without Wi Fi on a fucking boat? What? Come on.
0: Well, this is the this is a replica of the original Titanic. Hmm. I don't know. Uh-huh. This is a big mm-hmm. intro. We have to, f- yeah, fuck. Okay, as if I'm going on it either. But um, mm-hmm. I want to really find that out. We say, yeah, of course, and uh-huh. you're not going to have Wi-Fi. Then, might as well just go to is it third class in the, in the lower deck?
1: You mean where a certain friend would slither down to to have a great
0: <laughs> yes, slink
1: on down there. Yes, yeah, you because know, he probably would get. What did we say? Ticketed for drinking a <laughs> <laughs> in
0: the first class deck. Mm-hmm. we would all we would all go down because that's where the I would is. that's where the I would. Where Leo would be
1: Hell yeah Leo would be there I'd be like I'm looking for my Leo any artists up in here paint me like one of your French girls I'd totally be down for it I would be such a sucker like literally any guy that was like I'm I won I won these tickets on a bet this morning I'd be like holy fuck this is the rest of my life like I'm just so <laughs> stupid like
0: that. oh my god would, so we want to know would you uh, go on the titanic at trey Bosh at chris craigman on twitter or even now at now serving pc pc as in podcast you can also follow that account um to get updates as soon as uh new episodes uh go live so there's mm-hmm. that as well too look at that fun fact and to find out if we're going to go on this fucking titanic too or not that that's fun?
1: right follow us to find out if we got ticked <laughs>
0: hint we didn't
1: (laughs) (laughs) but still follow yes
0: still follow us (laughs) anyway thank you so much for listening and we hope you have a fantastic week except for who who should we say maybe not this week the
1: fucking people that that don't want to change the the midget hockey like come on yes i feel weird even saying that word now no you know what fuck all those people have a great week everyone else
0: yeah all right bye guys (laughs) we want to hear from you visit us at nowservingpodcast.com new podcasts are released weekly don't forget to subscribe